Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. I guess I'm introducing the film today. Yeah, you can tell us about it. Oh, well, we got ourselves a doozy today. <laughs> mm-hmm, Still recovering mm-hmm. from watching it from last night. Anyway, let me tell you a bit about it. I'm going to half improvise it, okay. half read it off the Wikipedia. So, The House of the Spirits is the House of the Spirits, not House of the Spirits. It's a 1993 German-Danish-Portuguese period drama film Whoa. Uh, that takes place in Chile. Directed by Billy August and starring Jeremy Irons, Meryl Streep, Glenn Close, Winona Ryder, Antonio Banderas, and Vanessa Redgrave, and also Vincent Gallo is yep. in it. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yes, true. And it it's kind of like a period drama, so it kind of revolves around a family, uh, and like the patriarch of the family from when he married. Well, so there's like this Meryl Streep plays starts off with her as a young girl she's in this political family you know wealthy and she's clairvoyant and her name's clara incidentally oh so it's based on the book by um isabel allende it's it's supposed to be what's it called magic realism right yeah um what else can i tell you it's like an epic you know tale of the family throughout the years you know, while there was like, you know, at the end, there's a military dictatorship on Chile and then, you know, a coup and then there's, you know, all sorts yeah, of Yeah, it's sh- all about uh, like class, the different class systems there. Yes. And I don't know if like, I guess, colonialism. I can't really tell if they're all supposed to be Chilean. So I think in the book they are supposed okay. to be Chilean, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they, in the movie, they're all white people and it's confusing because you're is. like, what is going, Because is the this? people who play like the peasants... Yeah. All actually seem to be Spanish. Yeah. Um, and then the people who are playing like the upper class Chileans are mostly like American actors or like British actors. Yeah, like Jeremy so. Irons' voice is very like this during the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. what? That's true. They're not putting on accents either. Nothing. Yeah. And like, it's very actually confusing where their accents are coming from. Um, a lot of it was filmed in Denmark, I'm pretty sure. Oh. So. And Portugal, so wow, <laughs> none of it was filmed in South America. It's uh, interesting. I, yeah, that was confusing, and the time period was confusing. Like the beginning, it says it's 1973, and that's the end. Mm-hmm. But then when I go back in time, I'm like, when are we now? Like the 40s, maybe it started. Like when they yeah, because she must have been know. yeah when a kid, Clara was yeah. a kid. I don't know. They don't the, tell you again. They what don't year tell it you. Is. And they don't tell you where it is either. Like at the beginning in, when they say 1973 Chile or whatever. And then never again do they say it. And in where fact, when are. they refer to the country, they call it the country all the time. Yeah, you don't really, he- they never say Chile. Yeah. And never. It, I think in the, I was reading about the book and it said that the book also tried to like not refer to the country also. So I guess maybe that was something. But like why, why did it say on the screen Chile at the beginning? <laughs> like if you're like trying why to be, gonna, yeah, be sp- yeah. <laughs> yeah. specific and then not ever. But yeah, so the movie was a 
Uh, what else happens in it? So, like, okay, Clara, she's a young, clairvoyant child played by Meryl Streep. Or the child is not played by Meryl Streep. <laughs> right. She grows up to be Meryl Streep. Right. But they, they cast her very well, the little one. She looks yeah. like a baby Meryl Streep, which she is probably good. why. I liked her. Um, and Jeremy Irons' character was supposed to marry her s- older sister who accidentally got poisoned. Um, and then he goes off and, like, finds gold and comes back to, you know, and... and proves himself to this family and says I'm going to marry your daughter Um, but the weird part is that she's like a child when they first meet and so like she's like I'm in love with him when I meet him and it's like oh my god you're going to end up with him like obviously you know she does yeah but yeah she was a little kid I I mean it's fine I guess by the time he's older and she's like an adult and they, they end up getting together then yes but yeah it is strange and the guy is um, kind of a monster. He yeah. rapes a woman, a peasant, in At, on his farm, on his like, like so. Event he gets gold, and then he buys a like or builds a hacienda. Yeah, that's and right. he gets all these workers to build it for him. The peasants that were just kind of hanging around there, um, and then he f- raped one of them mm-hmm. one day, and uh, then then when he, he went and married Clara, I think he's also he also went to the city and you know had many. You know, prostitute. I think seemed like yeah. Maria Ch- uh, Conchita Alonso was his like regular person yeah. that he went to, um, who was like kind of top billed. Like her name was in the credits, and then she was barely in it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess she was. I don't know who she is. I know her well from Vampire's Kiss, a Nicolas Cage movie that oh. I love. <laughs> there we I go. I brought up Nicolas Cage already. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. But otherwise, I don't know her well from things. So when I saw her name come up, I was like, great. And then I was like, really? This is her character? Anyway. Um, and then Jeremy Irons' sister is Glenn Close, who spent, who kind of dedicated her life taking care of her, their mother mm-hmm. um, at the cost of never, like, you know. Having a life. Having her own life. Yeah. And she and seems bitter about that. And she's the first of the, like, weird incesty things that happens in this. Like, I, at least that was mm-hmm. the way I interpreted For it sure. when she's, like, begging him, can I, like, take care of you? And then he's like, I think I might go marry Clara. And she's like, she Don't won't take care of you exactly. the way I will. And it's like, ew, ew what? Yeah, what way like, are you planning you to take care of him? Yeah. What are you asking? Um, but then Clara's really nice and invites her to live with them. Yeah. And that scene where uh, Clara Meryl first Street touches her, and well, when they meet in the restaurant, yeah. I guess that maybe is the first yeah, time yeah. she touches her. I thought, like, because Meryl Streep shows up dressed in all white, and sh- and then she like asks her to move in with them and like touch caresses her or whatever, and then she's all in black and yeah. she's like, oh my gosh, somebody's being nice to me, and yeah. she just like brightens up, and I'm like, she's like an angel. And then throughout the rest of the movie, they call her an angel. All yeah, the time. I think that's part of the whole thing, like this whole like I think. Um, like Blanca, Winona Ryder's character means white. Right. Alba also means white. white. I thought it said in the, the Wikipedia thing that Clara is. also somehow meant white. Yeah. So it's just clear like, yeah. white. Yeah. Right, so right, it's right, like right. a lot of white things. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of white uh-huh. things. A lot of, a lot of white, <laughs> white actors. <laughs> that too. That too. What? Okay. So the little girl who plays little Winona. Yes. Is she also the same actor who plays little... Uh, Alba, like it looked Winona like the same actor. The, yeah, I mean, we could look at it. I'm I don't know. <laughs> it would tell us. It the did answer, look like the same girl, it but it looked like the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I believe it to be. <laughs> chances, chances are. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> we'll check that, Chris. <laughs> check our IMDb now. Um, uh, what else happened? Uh, so, like, uh, Winona grows up. Uh, she's the child, obviously, of Jeremy Irons and 
Meryl Streep. Right. Uh, and she grows up and has, well, actually, as a little kid, she develops a, like a friendship and a, like, you know, a little crush on this peasant kid named Pedro. Um, and Pedro em- ends up becoming like part of the socialist movement, you know, right. the people's movement. And, you know, Jeremy Irons is on the other side, the conservative side. And there's so many clashes. There's like, uh, you know, the uprising of the workers and Pedro's leading that. And meanwhile... Winona is sleeping with him, and yeah. Jeremy Irons wants to kill him. <laughs> Just the, you know. And Pedro is Antonio Banderas. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Which I, like, one of the pictures for this movie is, like, Antonio, like, laying on top of Winona. And I was just like, that is not a pairing I ever imagined. Probably because I think of her as, like, still the, like, dark, edgy teen or whatever. And yeah, then, like, no. Antonio Banderas doesn't fit that to yeah, me. Yeah, Winona and Antonio. Yeah, you would never think that one. <laughs> but anyway, it was fine. No, there was, fine. I had nothing against that pairing in, yeah. in the actual practice. One thing about Winona when she first comes on screen for me, I was like... Oh my God, she's so beautiful. Like just the very first, like when she's in the car with her like elderly father. She looks very fresh. Like her, something about like, her. She looks crap. like an, an adult in this film, yeah. you know? So it's the first, I think, yeah. feeling of that. Yeah. Which also, I feel like it's so weird that the next movie is going to be Reality Bites because I feel like it's such a jump. Oh my from, God, it's so different. Well, from all these adaptations, yeah. but also from her teen movies and yeah. stuff. Like it's just like, it feels like there needs adulthood. to be a bunch of movies in between. Yeah, right. for adulthood. But I guess she does seem like an adult in this. Yeah, she definitely is. And when she gets like tortured in the prison and stuff. and Yeah. Oh By Vincent Gallo. Vincent Gallo. Who's her brother. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah vincent gallo is the like son that was had by the like peasant woman that uh jeremy irons raped yeah and as soon as he came on screen i like didn't even recognize him for some reason i think uh. i just haven't seen vincent gallo in anything in a long time and then uh matt my husband he came in the room while i was watching and he was like if you need a creepy guy get vincent gallo <laughs> and i was like yes it's yep. so true yep. he's the creepiest so creepy he's like and he like plays such a creep in this film he like tries to like touch touch young young when, like winona's winona. not yeah when she's an uh, actual like, child yeah the child actor and then like and the he eventually like convinces jeremy's irons to give him money to go to military school and he ends up becoming like the torturer in the military torturing Winona and you can imagine how that turns out not very good Mm-mm. not very pleasant yeah. and Jeremy Irons He's is gross. also a monster he hit he whipped Winona he when hit, he and, and then he punched uh Meryl Streep who then said I will never speak to you again and she didn't and she didn't she just did not it was good she also took a vow of silence as a child after she saw her sister's death right which fair yeah, but then she talked. I, I didn't expect her to talk. I think because at the end of the last episode, you said like in a silent oh, Meryl Streep. Right. And maybe I also read something that said she was mute in this. So then I was really expecting, oh, she's going to be mute through the whole thing. That's going to be so interesting. And then she talks like as soon as he asks, well, even just shows up in, like she gets the hint that he's going to ask her to marry her, ask her to marry him. Yeah. And uh, she's like, so you can ask me to marry you? And everybody's like, whoa, you can talk. They're like, yeah. The, like, first they didn't clue in, and then they were like, oh my God. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was good. There were some funny moments in the film. There was like parts I laughed. Yeah. But then, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't really enjoy the film. Yeah. Um, I watched it with Meeps, who, m- my wife. Yeah. My <laughs> wife, who um, 
What an impression to pull out in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who read the book good and joke. loved the book. So oh, she was like, that's good to know. Yeah. She really wanted to be on the podcast. I said, no. Um, but <laughs> she, she, no, she really... You like, said no? Well, I, was, I didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> okay. But... Uh, she yeah. So she we watched it last night, and she was just like kind of being like tortured while watching it because right. it was not. It's, I'm sure if you've read the nothing, book, it's nothing. It's nothing like because like, uh, they amalgamate the characters, right? Like all the stuff happens to Winona, but like a lot of that seems to happen to her daughter. Yeah, in the movie. exactly. Yeah, it was in the book, to, I mean, yeah, and then yeah. the book was supposed to feel more magical and so more like kind of like almost right. like. I don't know, smooth and not so like clunky and yeah. like structured. This is the film. It is. And this is the film we're doing. And it's, watch us do it. It's also like time, yeah, clunky you in know? the time periods. It's like, okay, this is this time now, like even though they don't tell yeah. you what time it is. Okay, everybody's older. Okay, we're old now. Like, yeah. okay, people are dying. Like, like they just, they're yeah. just trying to get through it, yeah. through all the stuff, but like they didn't, you know, it wasn't well scripted. No. Um, I like I I think the magical stuff kind of ha- when it happens it was selling me on liking this movie like yeah like at first it was nice like there was like something with the family and the young Meryl Streep and you're like okay I can f- get the feeling of this but then as it got more and more I don't know deep into like the Jeremy Iron stuff like it yeah. just was like oh okay this is what happens next it doesn't it didn't latch on to any more magic it was kind of dismissed it was like once she levitated a table he put it down that was right it, you know yeah and that was the thing like she moved bottles in the beginning like when yeah. she was a child and I was like okay I'm in we're gonna I see, see some this. cool magic not yeah, much it doesn't really happen much she sees like people's futures and senses things and stuff yeah. but even that doesn't happen quite as much needs as more levitation, I, I think. Like, you know? Totally needs more levitation. Also, the Jeremy Irons part is so Daniel Day-Lewis and There Will Be Blood that it's just like, ew. Oh, true. <laughs> like, obviously, it's po- that's their different time. Like, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis came later. But, like, it just, I saw the other one first. <laughs> I'm now watching this. And I'm like, ew, he's this guy that's, like, irredeemable. Mm-hmm. I, there's, I'm not going to like him. Yeah. I don't want anything good to happen to him. I don't want anything bad to happen to his family because I really like Winona and um, Meryl Streep. I think what I really liked was that when they left him, they just left him. Like, they, there was no, like, maybe we'll stay with you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Winona has to stay. Somebody's being forced to say no. Yeah. They, they just all are like, see you later. Yeah. But then he gets to live with them and Meryl Streep is like, you know, I said I wasn't never going to yeah. talk to him again. So I talked to it. him through like their servants yeah. or whatever. Or She's like, will you please yeah. tell my husband this? And yeah. I loved it. I loved good. that she stuck with it that hard. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I read there was some article I found on that Winona Forever fan site. Nice. Uh, and it was inter- interview with Glenn Close, Meryl Streep and Winona after the film. Mm-hmm. And they're in some hotel, and they were just all like gabbing, and it sounded like a lot of fun. But um, <laughs> there, Meryl was talking about uh, that um, about forgiveness. Okay. And it was interesting because her and Glenn Close were like, "Yeah, you know, you just kind of learn to forgive." And and Winona was like, "I don't think I could ever forgive that motherfucker." You know, <laughs> sweet. She was twenty two, and yeah. they were in their forties, and they were right. like, "But the conversation is." I, I recommend a read on this article because the conversation cool. is really interesting because they're talking about how like, you know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, which was interesting, had just uh, like said something about women in Hollywood, uh, like. At, at the Oscars or something the year before and they were talking about her speech and like what did you think of that speech and they were all kind of gossiping about actors and stuff and it was a really 
candid interview. It was really interesting. interesting. Glenn Close is like, you know, directors would never pick me. I'm not like classic Hollywood. I had to really fight for uh, Fatal Attraction and... You know, I'm not standard. And she's, talk, she's talking about standard Hollywood beauty, and they were talking about foxy women and like things like that in certain films. And Winona was talking about how she's about to make a little woman, and she's excited to work with a woman director. And Meryl's like, "It's not as good as it sounds. You don't get to get away with as much. You don't. You, you know, if you have your period, it doesn't matter. You can't say you're sick." What? I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> okay. Uh, huh. That's yeah, some... why it wouldn't be good to work with a woman director. Like, okay, that's, that's a good way to encourage it. But anyway, huh. Meryl's she was the weirdest one in the article. Yeah, she seems weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I have to say, I like her as like this flighty, ethereal kind of character. And I was thinking, I was trying to think of other movies that she was like that in. And I, for some reason, she's totally not like this in this movie. But like Death Becomes Her came oh, to me, and yeah. then I went and watched that right after. This. Oh, I love <laughs> Death Becomes Her. And she's not. She's like a strong woman in that who's yeah. like obviously strong in some ways and very like uh, self-conscious in other ways. Mm-hmm. But um, she's not she's not at all like this character at all. And that was the wrong direction to go in. <laughs> but it was funny. They're all like, I don't know how this movie is going to turn out. I don't think they'd seen it. Uh, so oh, I bet the, in this article. Uh, so they hadn't they were like, we don't know how it's going to turn out. But I go, hopefully it's, it's going to turn out. OK. <laughs> and it was well received hmm. in Europe. Like they got won awards in like Denmark and Germany, but lot. in the states, it bombed. I think you have a lot of patience because it's like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, I think that was my biggest problem with it. I was liking it for about an hour, mm. and then I realized that I still had like an hour and a half left, and I was like, "No, there's this is good to now. Like I don't <laughs> feel like it can keep it up, and, and it didn't. It did yeah. not. No. Yeah, yeah." And yeah, there was a lot of scenes that are really difficult. Like obviously the Winona torturing scene, and yeah, when Vincent Gallo, Vincent Gallo anywhere, yeah, scenes. any Vincent Gallo scenes, his face is so creepy. Yeah. Like just his expression, you know that he's going to be a bad guy. Which I was at first, I was like, why is his son going to be bad? Like he, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like it. Obviously, was the way it was in yeah. the book, but like I was just like, what's the message of like his son who was like not as fortunate as him and who he like rejected all this time, like turned out to be like oh, even worse. almost. Yeah. And it's like, but why? <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand. Um, but, but when he meets young Winona, whatever, mm-hmm. what is her character's name? Blanca. But Blanca. When he meets the young Blanca and he's in the room and she's like, you're not supposed to be in this house. And he sits down and he's like, just come here. And she's like, why? And he says, I want to smell you. And yeah. then she goes over. I'm like, never go when someone says they want to smell you. That is yeah. like a uh, warning. Yeah. We're, it was really creepy. Were the assaults around? Like, it was just like, oh, uh, stop. It seemed like people could come in and out of houses quite easily there. People Especially that house. Yeah. Yeah. Just we were constantly just showing up. Showing up. In the house. Ghosts, too. Ghosts. <laughs> the Glenn Close ghost. Yep. The Glenn Close ghost game. <laughs> Uh, I liked Glenn Close's character, and I felt really sorry for her. Character. I actually liked her better than I had remembered. Yeah, you thought you didn't? Oh, because you said she I was said creepy. She was su- well, she was creepy at the she beginning was. when she was like, when she was like, I trying want to like to I don't know. be with my brother, be with her brother. <laughs> but I felt so bad for her the way like Jeremy Irons treated her, and the way yeah. she like kind of like gave up everything to like take care of her mom, and her brother was just a monster. Yeah, and she's never known like affection until she met. 
you know, Meryl Streep. Yeah. And never, like, saw anything. Like, she just had such a sheltered life that it's just, you know, you can't really. And then he rips her away because he's jealous of yeah. their relationship. And yeah, it's just and so she, sad. Yeah. She goes off to be alone. I also feel sad, like, okay, you're jealous of their relationship. You don't want, like, your wife to be with her. But, like, she's also got a niece who she has, like, a whole relationship with. Yeah. And who's going to be like, why is my aunt suddenly gone? She's, like, practically raised me. I don't know. Just, he's a terrible person. Yeah. I don't even know his name. Jeremy Irons. Esteban. Esteban. Yes, yeah. that's right. And then this Vincent Gallo's son is also named Esteban. In oh, Vincent Gallo, sorry. The, yeah. But his, his, yeah, his is name is Esteban. His name is Esteban. Esteban. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, did he have a son? No, not maybe in the book. I think. I think in the book. Vincent. I think when I read in the oh, book, really? he did because I think that's who tortured not Winona but Winona's daughter. Oh, yeah, weird. Because it was all like other generations right. things happened, but they just didn't go as deep, which is good because yeah, they would have really, been a really long. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> they would have had to speed up the aging process yeah. a little bit. Maybe Winona would have played her own daughter instead. I don't know. Yeah, Vincent Gallo's gross. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of other thoughts I had on this. Oh, the way Clara's parents died? That was oh so my God. weird. So that was still when I was on board with how great this movie was. Because, <laughs> like, their car blows up, and then her mother's head goes flailing Fly- towards the, <laughs> the camera. And you see, uh, like, Vanessa, Vanessa Redgrave's head just yeah. flying. Yeah. With blood trickling down it. And then the cops come to see her and say this is what happened. And she had a sense of it, I guess, already. Yeah. And she's pregnant at this point with yeah. Winona and everything. And then they're like, but I'm so sorry we couldn't find your mother's head. And then she's like, I know where it is. Let's all get in the car. And they go. <laughs> and she finds it. And she says, sir, sir, go into that ditch or whatever and get out the head, please. And she's like, I think I'm going into labor. <laughs> yeah. So then they grab the head and carry it back to the car. <laughs> And then she has Winona. Yeah, but it, nothing, it didn't stay that magical <laughs> after that. Yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was one of the magical moments yeah. that we did not retain throughout, sadly. Yeah, what else like, It had promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. When I was reading about the book, Meeps probably is going to listen to this and be like, I know more things about the book, but um, <laughs> from, from the Wikipedia or yeah. about the book, um, it said that Pedro spread his revolutionary message through song. And I was like, are you kidding me? This could have been a musical. <laughs> and they just wiped that opportunity off. <laughs> I mean, have a song or two. There was yeah. no music in this whole thing. Yeah. There was some piano. Oh, remember Antonio the Frenchman? some songs. There was a Frenchman in this film. And oh, he that was Frenchman was terrible. Some random French. On a, he looked like. Oh, um, Gerard Depardieu. <sighs> yeah, kind of. Or like he Jack Tripper, but, but like, yeah. right, you know, yeah. but French. But not yeah. pleasant like no. those guys. Like you no. knew he was bad right from the start. Yeah, you there was knew something bad was going to happen with him. He and was he... lying about who he was. Yeah. So apparently in the book, she does marry him. Oh. So I was very glad that she didn't in wow. the movie. It yeah, seems like it's too. a short-lived, like she marries him and quickly realizes she hates him and then stops being with him. So that's great. Okay, but, yeah, uh, they had to cut out They had to script. cut that out because it was almost not worth going through the motions exactly. of like, getting married to then quickly realize she didn't want to be with him. So that was also a fair cut, I think. But uh, it also just made me feel good that she got to say no. Like, yes. there was a few th- empowering things the women got to do that I was like, yes, they got mm-hmm. to like leave him. They got to say no to getting it's married. It's true. Yeah. Um... 
the Meryl Streep, Glenn Close, and Winona, they said that there were so many women on set and like they all kind of had a clique and Jeremy Irons was kind of left alone. Aww. Even like Jeremy, Jeremy Irons came with his wife and they just took the wife. <gasps> They, they took his wife. Yeah, they took his so wife. He really felt that way. Yeah, they <laughs> really isolated him. So when so he was worked. like getting feeling jealous all the time, it maybe was it was maybe true. Yeah, and, yeah. Huh? You guys are method acting. leaving me out of things. <laughs> Poor Jeremy Irons. Winona's mom was there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's nice. Yeah. How old was Winona? At she this was twenty two something. Yeah. And I think that. Uh, uh, making the film was really hard for her because I think there were some um, deaths for some people uh, in her p- people cl- that were close to her died, Whoa. and she was saying like when she was covered in like and all tortured in blood and stuff, she said that that's how she felt on the inside. In real life, wow! So she was going through something dark there. Yeah, the movie helped her. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so F- Winona, uh, she was good mm-hmm. in it. Her and her character, it helped that her character was like the anti Esteban. Exactly. In this. That yeah. she was like politically active, which again, I think in the book it was the daughter that was politically active, but whatever. That's so fine. in this, it was Winona. And uh, yeah, her and Pedro were like, whatever, not revolutionaries, but sort of just like the opposition. I guess were they the yeah. communists? I, I don't know. They called them the people's, the people's Party. Yeah, they were the People's yeah. Party. So it they don't mention anything specific because I think they're trying to like be non-specific. They keep right. talking about the country, the coup, <laughs> these people. And, yeah, they don't the military, they don't say yeah. the names of anything. Um they never say Chile. They just it just said it on screen once. Well, so you didn't like this. I like this better than Age of Innocence. Interesting. Yeah. Might have been the time period might have helped. I guess maybe I liked Winona's character better. I don't know. True. She was like, her character was obviously more likable, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was a slog, though. Yeah, it was a slog, and like, uh, the casting was weird, and, you know. The yeah? What was the casting weird? I mean, because it's all white people. And oh, like yes, a, yeah. You know, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. A South American <laughs> film. That's definitely weird. <laughs> but the South American family. Yeah. It's produced, and it's like, you know, a Danish director or whatever. I don't know. It was it's all like, over. Yeah. It's all over the place. No, you're right. Um, it made it confusing. Yeah, it That's did. why I was like, it oh, was is, they, is this all colonialism? And the like, genre switched. Yeah. It felt like, you know, yeah. it was like a, it was like a, you know, nice. Seemed like it could have been ghosty, and it didn't Could have been ghosty, ghosty, and then it became more ghostier. like period drama. Yeah. This period, that period, that period. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what period random periods yeah mystery yeah. time it, was, it took place in mystery time but yeah in mystery place some good parts some good acting streep yeah streep liked streep a lot and we got winona voiceover which we always enjoy oh yeah you can't start a movie without a winona voiceover apparently <laughs> you just can't why people keep trying i don't know i don't know What's uh, the point? It does start with her voiceover, and right away I'm like, I think that was the first note I wrote. Like, Winona voiceover! Very yeah. excited about that. It's very exciting. Um, which you had already indicated. In the last episode, you said that we would get horseback riding. We did. Check. War. Yep. Yep. Creepiness. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you were correct. You had a good memory of it. Ooh. And so, how many times is, have you seen this? Well, it, I have it on VHS tape, actually, is right. what it turns out. Um, Beans, Beans has seen it many times. I have it on uh, VHS tape, as it turns out. I've 
seen it. <laughs> Beans is uh, very excited. Every time you say it's VHS tape, she VHS cries. tape. Nothing. <laughs> Let's try. Take three. VHS I've tape. nope. VHS tape. <laughs> Beans is gonna get brushed now. <laughs> So she's quiet. All right. So you have this on VHS tape, you say. (laughs) It's true. I have this on VHS tape. And I've probably seen it like three, four times. But like, who's to say how many times I watched as a teen? I don't know. I have. You think you watched it a lot or do you think you didn't because you don't like it? I don't like it, but I definitely have watched it multiple times. Okay. Yeah. and I had the movie poster. I think I showed it to like Whoa, my cousin or something. You had the poster. Yeah, it was at it was at the video flicks. Was and it that weird one that is basically the cover online where it's just like everybody's heads? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just like their heads. Of, so it's just not a. I never put it up. That's that's <laughs> fair. It's not an interesting no. poster. It's not a good one. I'm trying to see if I have any other notes. I think the only other one I had was that the Meryl Streep ethereal character like whatever the flighty kind of Meryl Streep also happens in adaptation bringing it back to Nicholas oh, Cage oh true <laughs> sorry sorry I like but adaptation but that was for real yeah. <laughs> her character kind of reminded me of that of the adaptation character oh one cool thing Meryl Streep said in that article was that uh, her next film was uh, River Wild okay that. Uh, and the trailer the only shot they have of her is her holding a gun and she's like I hold a gun for like 10 seconds during that whole film you can't show any other clip of me without a gun doing the same emotion she was really mad because you know she's like we're not we're trying not to encourage like images of women like violence and anyway she was just so angry and then she was like take either so many and she told them not to and then they were like okay we'll have a meeting tomorrow night we'll we're to discuss this the next day the trailer airs on entertainment tonight with her holding the gun yeah shitty Shitty. Anyway, that's just a little Meryl Streep for you. Indeed. <laughs> Did you have feelings about Antonio Banderas in this? I thought he was pretty good looking. He looked so young and yeah, he was a, he was good. He's very cute. And I was also glad that he <laughs> like so this is the thing like so many things so many bad things happen because Esteban is terrible. Yeah, and then and, but then so many things work out. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't Pedro doesn't get killed, even though Esteban is like out to kill him yeah. because he's like having sex he gets with his saved, daughter. He gets escaped. He gets to he gets saved by Esteban, by Esteban in the end. Smuggled. Sent to Canada. Yep. There you go. There's our Canadian. It's <laughs> true. I was like, they're coming here. <laughs> yep. Apparently in the book that happens also. Oh really? Canada? Yeah, the, they go to somebody. Somebody goes to Canada. I think it's those two. Yeah, yeah. But they leave their daughter behind in the in the book. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. I guess she was an adult. I don't know. Anyway, I think Obama gave the author an award a, a few years ago. Some really? Yeah, some big award. Some big award. <laughs> some big like literary award. Yeah, perhaps. like a big. A big old literary, literary big old, award. Big literary award. <laughs> Sweet. I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> she got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Oh, that that has nothing to do with literature, no. does it? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, good for her. Straight up. Okay. Well, that was the House of the Spirits. Uh-huh. I'm... <laughs> Very excited for the next movie Ooh, because that's gonna be fun. while Little Women is your Winona movie, I think Reality Bites is my Winona movie. Fair, fair, fair. So, I mean, can't wait. Yeah, this movie is a big, big one in my books too. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god. 
that we're just like freaking out. There's so many of my <laughs> yeah. This can be a long one. Yeah, I think so. So get ready, guys. <laughs> so yeah, we've just watched three movies in a row that were all adaptations. Yep, it was a. Uh... It was hit and miss. <laughs> it was kind of a mess at times. <laughs> I don't know, but I guess I guess they all maybe were considered good movies at the time, mm, in different ways. In different ways. <laughs> By different people. By different people. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, like, Dracula, I think, did well or was considered good, but then kind of went down in history as, mm-hmm. like, being mocked. But I, I liked it the best of the three, I would say. I don't know why I'm, I'm compelled Dracula? to compare these three Oh, movies, yeah, Dracula was definitely really the best to. out of yeah, the three, Dracula for sure. was Dracula was the best. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my ranking would be Dracula, this one, and then uh, the Scorsese one. Flip that. You'd flip those yeah. two. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's totally fair that it's you know but now we're gonna toss go, up between we're gonna those watch <laughs> reality bites which is like probably not very well liked by critics but well liked by everybody else who's seen it anybody who is a youth in the 90s well that's gonna that's interesting <laughs> i i mean not to talk about it already <laughs> but i definitely loved it when i was younger and i watched it when tiff had like a 90s kind of retrospective and i was like oh boy. oh yeah feelings change like yeah feelings about definitely things and yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah. But, but things and characters big changes but yes but yes still we'll very important that. movie yeah. to me all right bye well. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.